This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Be our guest. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem-free philosophy. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners! While I'm glad it's Friday, I'm a little sad that my fall break is almost over. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Kaylee, and you are listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Nick landed from the happiest place on earth and was quickly whisked off to help serve our country, so he will be back in an episode, probably the news next week. This is episode 364, and today we are going to be talking about the Disney College Program. But before we get to it, we would like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. Well, Kaylee, I don't know about you, but I wish that I could have been a part of the Disney College Program. You, of course, have a better chance of that since you are actually in college. Um, I don't know, but we are lucky enough that we both know somebody that actually got to be in the college program, and Ben Berberit was a big help with this episode. He is a former elementary student of mine. I had him for art and for PE when I was teaching specials way back in the day. And he's also a classmate of Kaylee's since kindergarten. Um, and a funny story, uh, I'll throw it in just because I know Ben's listening. And we love you, Ben. We never blamed you for this, but they were at an event where kids that have really good grades called Arate get to have like jumps. What is it called? Like blow ups or whatever. Um, bounce house kind of things. Yeah, and so there was a a race one where you could go through an obstacle. There was an obstacle course, and he, I was done doing it for the day, but he couldn't find somebody to go with him, and so I volunteered to go with him, and I broke my foot when I ran through the last time racing him, and he felt so bad about it, but Ben, like, seriously, no hard feelings. I can walk just fine. Yes, it's I fine. know. But I know he felt bad forever. He helped her, uh, she got inducted into Honor Society, he helped her when they were that. He's just a great kid I'm or excuse me great guy because he's an adult now but um, I'm so glad that he had had the opportunity to do this program so that he could help us and also so that he had something fun to do to look forward to at Disney yeah um talking to him and asking him a bunch of questions he seemed super excited so we're gonna filter his answers in as we talk about it um we're gonna start off by talking about the application process so according to the disney college program website in order to be eligible to apply there are four main rules the first being you must be 
currently enrolled in classes at an accredited institution and have completed at least one semester or graduated in the past six months. So it can't be your first semester of your freshman year of college, wherever you're at. Oh, you still have a chance. You didn't say that. I know I still have a chance, <laughs> but logically I have my plan okay. right now and okay. I, I know it would be fun, but still. Okay. So moving on. Number two is you have to meet any school requirements that your specific institution may have. So if there's a GPA a requirement or extracurricular requirements before you do a program like this, you have to meet those at your specific institution. Number three is you must be at least 18 by the time the program begins for you. So I guess if somebody was a college freshman and just either skipped a grade or I don't know how your birthday would fall, but you could be 17 while you're applying for the program. But as long as you're 18 by the time you get in, you can do it. And then number four is you have to possess unrestricted work authorization in the United States. And it gave a clause for international students as well, saying they have to be enrolled in a United States um, accredited institution and have proof of their legal right to work in the U.S. if they are accepted. And then when they get there, they have to prove that they are legal. So one of the questions that I had was I wondered how long it took, you know, for the application process. Was it a long one? Because I know that I'm on some blogs on Facebook and the kids that are talking on there, it makes me feel like it took a long time, like a year or whatever. So I had Kaylee ask Ben um, how long it took for him to get in or get accepted by the Disney College program and here was his answer. He said surprisingly it only took him 10 days from the day that he applied and heard. He had some friends that it took much longer for him and people like him who found out within two weeks. They give you a range. It's usually like no later than a certain date. And for him, the no later than the certain date was April 24th. And he started in the fall. He was there for um, when last year when we were there at Christmas, he was working at Pecos Bill. So uh, very cool. Yeah. And then we were also curious if there was an essay portion required as part of the application or if it was more like a normal application. And he had told us that surprisingly, it was a general application for the most part. And they asked the normal questions questions like your job experience, education, and etc. But they also included an area where you ranked the roles that you could have when you were in the program from most wanted to least wanted. And then you would rank those options on a scale of one to three. And then uh, I know, Mom, you had talked about uh, you wondered if it included a picture. Right. Well, I just wanted to know that because they're not supposed to. Um, I made sure to ask that because they're really not supposed to do that because that's biased by looking at someone's picture. But I have to say a lot of the college students or all the college students that we've ever seen working in the Disney program are pretty nice looking people. So I didn't know if maybe that was part of it. Um, but Ben said he did not have to turn in a picture, but he said character performances might be a little different and he wasn't applying for a character performance uh, position. So he didn't for sure have to do a picture. Once he was accepted into the program, he needed a place to live when he was going to work down there and Disney provided that for him. Be there are a group of housing complexes located near the resort and the people that are participating in that are assigned to a specific complex. This was interesting to Kaylee and I, which is it's actually very good and I'm sure parents leaving their children there under 21 are happy about this too. So if you're under 21, you're automatically placed in a dry complex where no alcohol is allowed at all. And another cool thing um, I'm sorry, listeners, if you smoke, so please don't be offended by this, but um, our family, a lot of us are allergic to it. So all the complexes are non-smoking, which I feel like is really a really good thing. But it makes sense, too, because if we're on Disney property, there's only a few places that people are allowed to smoke. 
And so I think that they're being more health conscious about that. The amenities that are included in their apartments, um, excuse me, the amenities included in the housing costs are a fully furnished apartment, which is awesome because that means his parents did not have to carry. I thought when um, Kathleen is his mom and when she was talking about taking him down or we're going, blah, blah, blah. I thought she meant she was going to have to haul all this stuff in a U-Haul all the way to Florida. And all I was thinking about is taking you three hours away to college and how that was pretty challenging. Yeah, it was already a big job to just go three hours. Right. And this is, for us, it's about 17 hours. So crazy. So they have the fully furnished apartment, kitchen appliances, utensils and dishes, the water, the electricity, the waste disposal, maintenance, computer labs, Disney World only, and high-speed internet cable are all included in the Disney apartment places that they have, the different complexes. Yeah, so I actually think when I first saw the pricing, which we're going to get into in a second, um, I thought that that pricing was steep because they do it they do it per week and when I first saw that I thought I pay almost that for a month in my apartment here but when you hear all the things that are included with that that's nothing that's super nice for how nice the uh, complexes are so at least in Disney World in Florida there are four different complexes to be placed in and they all develop their own reputation according to college cast member blogs which I was digging through um because obviously disney isn't gonna talk about those but college kids will definitely talk about them right so the first complex is vista way and this is the oldest complex so some of the apartments are slightly more rundown but it underwent some renovations in early 2018 so maybe all of them are updated now but i know the blog I had found, there was a girl presently living there that said some people had updated one, some people didn't, and they were in the process of it. Oh, it's kind of like they're doing with the resorts. Yeah, it was oh. kind of the same process. Um, this building is actually the transportation hub, so it's the most convenient for getting to work. Disney does provide the transportation to get to work, at least in Disney World. So That's they nice. provide buses to and from the parks. Uh It's the largest, so it's a little difficult to navigate. It apparently is like a giant maze, according to a lot of them. They said it took a long time for them to learn how to get around it because it's confusing. That makes sense because of some of the resorts that we've stayed at. uh, Coronado Springs was like that. Everything looked the same. And I kind of, I'm pretty good with directions, but I was thinking... I don't think we can let Dad or Joey go anywhere by themselves or they'll get lost. We didn't because we were afraid they would get lost. Yeah, but it is near some of the restaurants that are not necessarily on Disney property, but it's close so you can walk to them. And it is also the cheapest complex ranging from $108 to $117 per week. But the downside is it is very far from the other three complexes we're going to talk about. It's 10 minutes by bus. So walking, that would pretty be pretty steep. I think. Wow. So the people, the other students have to walk to that complex? No, there are transportation services at other um, at the other complexes. This one's just the hub because it gets stopped at last. It's like, I don't know. It I would say it's described as the most convenient in terms of transportation because gotcha. it's there. Okay. But there are other downsides. So the second complex is Chatham Square, Chatham Square. I'm not sure how you say that. Uh, Most of the housing events, like the welcoming ceremony and graduation happen here. 
and the apartment sizes range from two to eight people apartments. It just depends. And so the pricing ranges from $116 to $196 per week, which is comparable to the next complex we will be talking about. And mom's going to take that one. So the third complex is the Patterson Court. This complex is the newest and the cleanest complex, which would be nice for me. And although there is no bus stop here for work transportation, it's only five minutes to walk to the Chatham Square bus stop. It's actually the complex where Ben lived when he was there. And we asked him to rank his living space on a scale from one to ten. And he said, honestly, I really loved where I lived. Of the four living areas, I lived at Patterson Court in a five-person apartment. There's up to seven-person apartments, all with varying prices. I really love mine. It was super clean, had a nice gym and pool area. I would give it a 10. So I, I would say that's pretty, you know, yeah, good. Um, I was wondering when you were talking about the first complex, I, I'm just going back for a second, if um, this is comparable to what... I'm sure it's not as bad, but they have that one dorm on uh, Missouri S&T where Joey goes that needs massive updating. I can't imagine that it's as old and run down as that dormitory. No, I don't know. Um, I will say people, nobody complained that it was dirty. They just said compared to the other three, it was definitely, you could tell it was the oldest, probably because of the decor and just the way it looked. Kind of like in the the same thing as the resorts. You right. can tell which rooms need more love compared to the newer ones. Right. So I think that's probably for sure a good thing to think about since if you're never in the college program, you won't really ever get a chance to see these unless you go looking for them. Right. Um, And so the final complex is the Commons. This is the most expensive complex, ranging from $119 to $200 per week. But it's the only complex to have washers and dryers in each apartment. And I think that's so worth it. Yes, I would agree. Having an apartment now that does not have that, I miss it so bad, living in a house with them. And now that I'm home, I get to do my laundry. It it includes a small but overpriced, according to blogs, grocery store for the essentials. It's the only complex to have that. And mainly international students live here on the year-long cultural representative program working in Epcot. So I didn't really dig into that program, but I guess international students that are there for a whole year, it would make sense for you to live in probably a nicer housing situation. Yeah, well, I, I would agree. So I think, interestingly enough, they... Disney, you know, being Disney, they probably researched this and looked at it closely and realized that um, they needed to make it like a college campus because that's what this sounds like to me. It's way cheaper, I think, than um, a college campus because uh, if you don't have kids in college yet, dormitory living and eating in the cafeteria range from ten to $11,500, at least at the two colleges my children are at. Because when Kaylee was on campus, it was $10,000 was just her housing. We felt like we got a raise when she moved to an apartment. Well, we did because her loans were able, between her scholarships and her loans, she was able to pay for her tuition and her apartment where um, before Brad and I had to give a lot of money. And Joey's Joey's school actually requires that you stay on campus for the first 60 hours of your degree, which kind of stinks. That means he has to stay there for two years and his is more. His is $11,500. And we got the cheapest food program because we knew Joey was more picky than Kaylee about eating. So uh, I think that Disney really looked at that. I think if I was going there, I would be like you and I would want to stay in the fourth one because, uh, what is it called? The commons because of the washer and dryer. I agree. I I feel, feel bad for you, but I also know that your apartment is cute and nicely located. It's right there next to campus apartments. So um, 
I wouldn't change that. But if I was at Disney and I was going all out and I wanted the whole experience, I would want to stay in the commons. Yeah, especially since in Florida, depending on the depending on when you work, but still, it's like hot in Florida, and oh, I'm true. hot all the time. I would need something to do laundry because here in the kind of fall weather, you can get away with wearing things a couple times over before they get like gross and like to the point where you think I need to wash this because it's socially unacceptable to leave the house wearing this. <laughs> but I would wear it one time and be so disgusting from working yeah. probably up until December because that's when it finally gets into about the 60s and I'm thinking that's my sweet spot in terms of temperature. But that's kind of what I thought about when I was researching, thinking I would need to do laundry almost every day. Yeah, it, it yeah, we almost need to do laundry every day when we're there because our clothes can pretty much stand up there. We get so much sweat sometimes. Oh, that's gross, but you're right. It's nasty. <laughs> sometimes we wash them in the tub just because we just don't want to stick them in the suitcase and bring them home like that. True. Now, I was actually curious about what experience you gain when you're a part of this program in terms of is it helping you and preparing you for the for your career? So I asked Ben if he felt if it prepared him. And he said, that's a question I love getting simply because I got asked all the time why a bio major would work for Disney. And I truly think if you have any want of going into the real world of jobs, it can help you whether it's business or medicine like myself. They live by their four keys, which are safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. And I think you can apply those to any job you get in life. Plus the interactions with cast members and guests, not only from around the country, but across the globe is worth it in and of itself. They also do an amazing job of offering classes for Disney College program members in leadership and all sorts of other areas for free while you're there. Which I think is awesome. I think that's super nice that you get professionals teaching you how to do that kind of stuff. But a lot of students attend classes for their degree while they're there, but right. some don't. Ben did not. Um, and he said he was lucky in that portion to not have to worry about schooling. But he said the classes were super nice to just have offered to you because you're getting experience in real life situations rather than just your degree. Right. So. And another thing is he didn't pay any extra for those where at college, a lot of times... That's part of the cost. I mean, learning those from college professors. And these people are actually working in the business world every day. So they know. And Disney's known for years and years and years of courtesy. What are all the four keys he said? Safety, courtesy, show, and efficiency. They know how to do that well. That was Ben's personal experience. Now dad's going to do his thing and he's going to insert a clip talking about how other students felt about working in the Disney College program and how it prepared them. Working on the college program here definitely gave me a sense of what it means to work for a big entity. And this huge park, like all these square miles and such a big business. And from a business side, that's just great to kind of get behind the scenes and really see how things operate. Just getting the experience of working with so many different departments all at once um, and just learning how it needed to be a fine-tuned engine and you kind of had to be on your game. Dealing with hundreds and thousands of people a day from all over the world, different accents that you have to, you know, um, translate in your own head and figure out how to communicate with people that might be challenged in some way. You deal with all kinds of situations, all kinds of people, and you know, and you you'll get through it. You know, this place does get pretty busy, and keeping up with the guest demand is a bit taxing. So you just gotta keep calm and do what's important. Make sure that our guests have what they need, what's most important. I think as a leader, 
I expect my cast members and especially my college program students to really make the most out of their time here. You know, I want them to be on time. I want them to not call in for work. Whenever they're here, I want them to give 110%. And I think that carries you through whatever you do. You know, do your job and do it well because you never know how many people are depending on you to do it like that. There are so many great opportunities that you can have with this company and it all starts with your college program. We've all heard stories if we haven't been a part of getting some Disney magic where uh, they gave Colin a balloon. Um, when we were there with Tyler Parker, he accidentally dropped his ice cream cone and he was probably seven or eight at the time. He was devastated by the whole situation. And they're like, there's no crying at Disney, kind of like there's no crying in baseball. And the lady quickly whisked him to the front of the line and got him a brand new cone. And so what a cool way to learn from leaders that know how to do things right. So I definitely think that was awesome. And he didn't have to pay. Well, he was paying. So, I mean, when you think about all that included in the price of his living, it's still a good deal, yeah, I think, and overall. I forgot to mention, listeners, that the pricing of your living facilities when you live in the complexes, that's taken out of their salary. So they don't even have to worry about turning it in, like right. rent. So it's just... Now, I mean, that may be kind of like a give and take thing where you're just thinking, I just worked so many hours and it's only this much money. But when you're not having to worry about paying a bill and you just receive a check, to me, I would think, wow, they're not taking money from me when they actually are. But since I'm not having to write a check and give it to somebody, I wouldn't think about it. Yeah, I do like that. I think then it's already covered for you and they don't have to worry about it. Plus, Disney doesn't have to worry about collecting. That's smart on their part. Yeah, so they just deduct it. So I was curious if Ben felt overworked because I have heard from other uh, blogs and stuff, the students saying that they felt overworked because um, that seems to be the shared feeling and their shared experiences of only having to work for work and school with no time. But according to Ben, as Kaylee said, he was lucky. He didn't, it says, I was very lucky with not having school while I was down there. So that was one less burden for me. I also knew going in, working during the fall meant Christmas, Thanksgiving and New Year's, which for Disney is the most popular time of the year. During those peak times, really just the week of New Year's and Christmas was when we got one day off that week instead of two. Most of the shifts I worked in food beverages were either night shifts or during peak time day shifts, but I would always have time either to go to the parks before or after my shift. I would never be there all day, which I love. Also, the thing to remember is, yes, you're there for five months of the program, but for me, I was on vacation for five months. So usually my days off, I would make my way into the parks. Even on days I had the night shift, I'd go into the park before and then head backstage, chain into a costume and go on stage. For me, and I know my best friends down there feel the exact same way, it was a true vacation 24-7. I mean, it's a lot of work when you're out there dealing with 60, 80,000 guests on a daily basis, trying to always have to smile while on stage, and if it is your fourth shift in a row, it can be hard. Like any job to be happy about being there. But at the end of the day, it's all about perspective. Good answer, Ben. That just sounds like Ben's personality. Ben is such a, I mean, since kindergarten, such a great person. And he was always a happy kid anyway. So I'm sure this was an easy feat for him. Well, I like how he still tied it into, even though you're working in the most magical place on earth, it's like a, any other job where you still, you get tired and you kind of get to the point in the day where you're thinking, I just want to be off work right now, <laughs> even though you're working in the most magical place on earth. But he talked about how making the most of it and enjoying even when you were tired was what made it fun. And so I guess that would make it fun. Even if you're sitting there thinking, I'm exhausted. My feet hurt. I don't even know like what time it is right now. I'm so out of it. But you still think, well, I'm in Disney World. Who else can say they work in Disney World? So exactly. I just liked the attitude. We asked 
Ben if there was anything else he would like to share with the listeners about his personal experience. And this is what he had to say. For anyone who is thinking about applying, if you love Disney, do it. Plain and simple, find a way to go down and experience the magic. The cast members that you interact with are genuinely some of the best people you will ever meet, and they love what they do. I get asked all the time, is the part you miss most living in Florida? And don't get me wrong, the Florida weather is gorgeous, but what I miss most are the people I worked with. I have friends now all across the world and country that I talk to on a daily basis who have changed my life forever. That alone is worth the experience, let alone all the perks of becoming a cast member. I will say it's not easy, and it is hard work. Everyone's experience is unique and their own, but if you love Walt Disney and making magic for someone on a daily basis, it is 100% worth it at the end of the day. I never would have dreamt about driving past Cinderella's castle on my way to work for five months every day, but that was my reality and looking back, it still seems like a fairy tale. Also, I think fall is the best time to do the Disney College program simply because you have the Food and Wine Festival at Epcot, which is an amazing festival. You have Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom then you have Festival of the Holidays at Epcot in the winter and Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party during Thanksgiving and New Year's as well. Now, for a lot of us, it's the first time being away for these major holidays, but you make family down there and they truly do become a family away from your actual family. If I could do it again, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, that is <clears throat> awesome. I I think I agree with him because that's the best way to experience all the, not all the great things, but it does seem like most of the cool activities that they do at Disney are cooler, I should say, or at the end of the year when he was there. So he got to experience all of them. Yeah. And I, I think one of, I just think his attitude because I'm a negative Nancy <laughs> a lot of the time, but I just think that he was so positive about everything. And I mean, I just feel I, like that's always, he's always that's been like That's always that. his personality, but I just thought it was awesome that he talked about how he didn't get sick of being in the park, even though you're working there every day. He talked about, oh yeah, I went to the park before and after shifts on my days off everything and just there are opportunities for you to go other places but the fact that he still wanted to be there just I I'm sure a lot of people are like that but for me that just proves if people ever ask listeners if you ever ask yourself well wouldn't they get bored or wouldn't they get tired of it Ben obviously was not tired of it while he was working and considering he would do it again I don't think he'll ever be tired of it. So the Disney bubble does not grow old. That's what I was going to say. We know how it is when you're in the Disney bubble. But I am sure, Ben, that when you... We didn't ask you this and we should have. There's always those Disney blues when you come home from Disney from your trip. And our trips are longer than most people. So it always seems a few days for us to get used to the idea that we're not just going to the park to play or eat a, a nice meal or, or just be goofy with each other. Not that we can't be goofy with each other here. It's just not the same. I'm wondering though, if uh, you've been there for five months, what kind of Disney blues you're in or what kind of depression you're in. I know I watched a video the other day on a blog for a four-year-old that had just got home from five days at Disney and woke up and he realized he wasn't there and his mom took a video of him crying and saying, I want to go back to Disney. It was so cute. So uh, that would be interesting. Ben, if you uh, hear this and you would like to tell us, text Kaylee and tell her um, what kind of blues you, what kind of blues set in for you, I guess I should say, when you returned after five months in the happiest place on earth, because I just thought about that. That had to be a big blow to go from there to the real world, because 
everybody is happy all the time here. And we know that in the real world, that is not, I mean, I try to be happy every day at school, but usually something brings me down even when I try for it not to happen. I mean, I try to be Mary Poppins. I said that in our show when we were picking characters, but even Mary Poppins can have a bad day. So uh, if you would text Kaylee and tell her that, Ben, I would really appreciate it because I would like to know. I mean, I bet that was super hard. I didn't even think about that. I know, but Chrissy, who uh, is on the show sometimes, is uh, one of our friends. She used to be a cast member there, and I know she used to visit the park too. So that just says a lot about Disney and the amazing things that it does. So listeners, if you are thinking about going to college soon or you're in college, now this sounds like an awesome plan. I still, I know Kaylee has her goals for herself, but I still, I didn't know you could do it after you graduated. And I don't know. I think it's an awesome experience, but we don't want her to miss out on a job. But if you have the opportunity, Ben's giving you the green light. You can simply Google the Disney college program. Uh, We were going to give you the website, but it's really long. So Kaylee says, if you Google Disney college program, that you'll be able to find it right away. So uh, if Kaylee changes her mind, we'll let you know. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show on the Disney College program and how it works. We want you to be sure to listen to Monday's show because I'm going to be giving you the history of the Tower of Terror. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or you have any questions or comments, you can simply text us at 407-674-0414 or you could email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or just you want a free quote, text us at 407-674-0414 or contact us at travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Check us out on our social media account. Instagram is mousecapades underscore Nick. Our Facebook page is The Mousecapades Podcast and our Twitter account at Mousecapades Pod. And remember, Nick has been posting quite a few Disney World pictures. So if you've not had a chance to see those, check them out on our social media pages for sure. Remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for all things Disney. And as always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, Kaylee, I think it's about that time. Peace, love, and pixie dust. Have a magical day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.